Newark's only local news talk station. 710-WOR, New York. The following program is sponsored by the Perry Management Corporation, who is solely responsible for its content. Hi, Dr. Hoffman here. I want to let my listeners know about a brilliant Renaissance man named Dr. Arthur Perry. You want to talk to Arthur Perry? The best in plastic surgery. He's a distinguished, award-winning cosmetic surgeon trained at Harvard and Cornell with a practice in New York City on Fifth Avenue. Dr. Oz, are you there? I'm here, Arthur, and I want to get applauded you having worked with you on a book and numerous other activities. He's written numerous medical journal articles and he's contributed to textbooks on plastic surgery. Your remarkable knowledge but also your grace at delivering content which is why it's been a blessing to have you on my show so many times. It's clear that when it comes to skin and aging this doctor knows what he's talking about. Joan, the public wants to know. The public doesn't give a damn. <laughs> As a really, really gifted physician uh, I want to pay you the, the highest tribute I can give to a surgeon, which is when people come to you, they don't come for an operation, they come for an opinion. And that's why I trust you with my uh, friends and relatives. When I was a resident at the University of Chicago, we had a... That means you're smart. I didn't realize we were going to get the Michael Jordan of plastic surgeon. 90210 bows to this guy. And welcome. This is Dr. Arthur Perry, and this is What's Your Wrinkle? right here on WOR. And this is the show to call if you've got a question about your appearance. When you look in the mirror, and how many of us look in the mirror every single day, maybe a few times a day, some of my patients certainly do, and I'll bet you do too. And when you look in the mirror, you begin to see things, uh, sometimes things that uh, you'd rather not see. So when you hit somewhere around the mid-30s, believe it or not, it's that young. We forget, don't we? But by the mid-30s, you really do start to see the very first wrinkles. They start around your eyes, and then they spread around your face uh, like weeds in the garden. We see wrinkles. We see brown, splotchy pigmentation. Uh, our brows begin to droop. Our jowls droop. Our neck skin gets... I sound like Eric Braverman, don't I? Uh, you know, we really do go through this aging process, and uh, there are things that we can do about it. So this is the show to call if you've got questions about about your appearance about your skin about uh, what procedures are available maybe uh, non-surgical procedures or surgical procedures uh, there's a revolution going on in plastic surgery right now i call it the non-invasive revolution because we're really changing from a knife-based specialty no one wants to talk about that but a knife-based specialty to a syringe or needle or or energy-based specialty we we really are over the last 10 or so years, we've uh, added things like Botox and fillers like Restylane, Juvederm, Bellotera, Radius, all these fillers. It's almost a, a new filler every few months now that are coming, that are coming on the scene. Uh, we've got all these energy machines, you know, that's what I like to call them. They're energy-based technologies, whether they're lasers or ultrasound or, or heat or, or electric current doesn't really matter because in the end, they all cause a specific type of injury to the body, and the body sees that injury and fixes it the way it's done for the last 100,000 years, and that's by shrinking skin, lifting tissue, and, and thickening our collagen layer. So we have all these new things at our disposal now, and because of that, the old standbys, things like facelifts and brow lifts and, and even eyelid lifts are... While they're not decreasing so much in their uh, in their numbers, they're kind of holding steady. They really are. 
even though there's a, a huge growth in the entire field of plastic surgery, those rejuvenative procedures are holding steady. They're not, they're not rising as rapidly as the rest of plastic surgery. And the reason for that is because we've got all these other things now. Now, I love to operate. I spend every week operating, and, and I love doing facelifts and eyelid lifts and, and things like that. But so many of my patients come into the office, and they talk about, uh, they say things like, well, you know, I really don't want surgery. Don't you have anything else? And now we do. We really do. So give us a call. The phone number is 212-528-0129. That's 212-528-0129 right here on WOR. Now, during this show today, we're going to talk about some of the things that have been circulating on the Internet. How many of you have gotten that 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 uh, either email or Facebook post about putting egg on your face for a burn? How many of you have gotten that? I bet you a lot of you because I got two separate Facebook posts about that one. So we're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about maybe some stem cell things uh, that are floating around in skin creams. Do they work, or uh, are they just a big yolk? That was, uh, that was a joke. All right. Noah, he's looking at me. We're going to take a very early break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about some of those things. We're going to talk about brow lifting, which has also gone through an enormous change over the last 20 years. I'm going to explain why brow lifting is a much simpler procedure now than it was 20 years ago. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is WOR, and what's your wrinkle? 212-522. Back after... Dr. Laskow is an energetic man and a champion for healthy living. His friends say no one is more health conscious than he is. He's also director of the Transplant Center at Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital and UMDNJ Robert Wood Johnson Medical School. But five years ago, he went from being the doctor to being the patient and was rushed to RWJ for the fight of his life and the life of his heart. The heart transplant team stabilized their dying teammate until they could attach a mechanical pump to help keep him alive until a replacement heart could be found and implanted. His was a complicated case, but he knew if anyone could pull him out of danger, it was the transplant team he trusted. Dr. Lasko is grateful to those who never left his side and the donor who saved his life. Now he's back at work saving other lives. Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital is one of America's best hospitals, where every day what was once called a miracle is now simply called great medicine. For information, visit rwjheart.org. Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital, the heart of academic medicine. Is your skin aging before your eyes? There is something you can do to reverse those signs of aging. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and my solution doesn't involve a knife or a needle. It's a serum I created called Nighttime. Nighttime makes your skin smoother, brighter, and thicker. It's a one-step skincare program that really works. I've packed Nighttime with vitamin C and vitamin A, moisturizers, alpha-hydroxy acids, skin brighteners, and five antioxidants. That's a lot of science in one bottle, but that's what it takes to make your skin look younger and more attractive. For the month of July, when you purchase two bottles of Nighttime, you'll get a third bottle free. Call 855-940-1800. That's 855-940-1800 or on the web, it's drperrys.com. That's drperrys.com. Put the word radio in the discount box to receive three bottles of nighttime for the price of two. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. All right. 
Yeah, all right. Now we got it. You know, I was wondering whether the, uh, the ninth of a second of dead air, not with Noah, not on this station. All right. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle? Right here on WOR, the phone number 212-528-0129. That's 212-528-0129. Gloria, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Thank you. This is not a paid commercial. My this new this serum is absolutely better than what you say. My I'm eighty <laughs> I'm eighty seven. You could take away t- twenty years. That's how great I look. And I put on this serum, and my skin shines. Thank you for making a serum instead of another cream. Well, thank you. Now, now, Gloria, and I don't know you, Gloria, so this is not a paid no, endorsement. Not, but, no, this is not. This okay. is legitimate. So, thank you. As if my other calls are not legitimate. Thank you. <laughs> no, they, they are. So, Gloria, though, you're using the nighttime, are you? I'm using the nighttime, and I keep it in the refrigerator. I used to use, I'm not going to mention, the one before, but mm-hmm. this is superb. The idea of having a serum to smooth on the skin and have the luster, it's thank you. And this is not a paid commercial. (laughs) Well, well, thank you. Now, Gloria, we really have to sign you up as a spokesperson for the company because I'll tell you, you're you're good. Thank you. Let me explain why I made a serum. By the way, she is talking about uh, my new skin, not a cream. It's a serum, Dr. Perry's Skin Time. Uh, No, it's not. It's Dr. Perry's Night Time. That was the other name. How could I not know the name of that? It's nighttime. We've got uh, all sorts of products now. Daytime, nighttime, soft time is the moisturizer that I'm going to talk about in a minute, and clean time. So nighttime is what you're talking about. Now, here's why. You made a scent. It's just... well. Delicious. It's uh, it's like you. Well, I'm glad you like it. You're probably a good cook. Well, thanks. You're probably a good cook because there's a little bit of thyme, T-H-Y-M-E, in there, just a little, just to give it uh, a little lift. And also thyme is a great antioxidant. Uh, so that's why I used it. So let me tell you about why I made a serum and not a cream. And the reason was, Gloria, because creams have a residue. And uh, now I'm hearing a little bit of an echo. I don't know if it's that your phone or Noah. So good. Now it's gone. Thank you. Now the uh, the serum having no residue is good because why would we put creams on our skin? Uh, the base of a cream leaves stuff on your skin. And I'm a purist when it comes to skin care. I want to use only the things that really make a difference. And I want to leave out the things that are useless. So what do I have in uh, in nighttime? I've got 10% vitamin C. That's L-ascorbic acid. That's the, the type of vitamin C that actually works. There are many products out there that have vitamin C that doesn't work. Uh, the only one that really works is L-ascorbic acid. Why do they put these non-working types of vitamin C in the creams or the serums or whatever? Because they're more stable. They can be on the shelf for years as opposed to maybe about six months, which is my product. If you refrigerate it like Gloria said she does, then then it can stay on the shelf or in your refrigerator shelf for a long time, probably about a year or so. We're doing those stability studies now. So we've got 10% vitamin C. We've got vitamin A, lactic acid, which is an exfoliant. It's one of those fruit acids. Uh, And what that does is by removing the upper layer of skin, 
the dead layer, you know, the rough layer that makes your skin look and feel rough. By removing that, one, you look better, which is what Gloria was saying. Her skin has more luster. That's, that's the exfoliant effect of the lactic acid in there. Uh, but also what it does is it allows better penetration of the other ingredients, the vitamin C, the vitamin A, and the antioxidants that I put in, of one of which is a very interesting uh, uh, substance called milk thistle. And those of you who uh, might have uh, had a little more to drink than you might have wanted to at one point in your life know that there's a folk remedy that involves milk thistle. And if you eat it, I'm not telling you to eat it because I'm not a proponent of that sort of stuff or over drinking, but some people have taken milk thistle after an alcoholic binge to protect their liver because it's such a strong antioxidant that, that there are some protective qualities to it. So don't do that, by the way. But if we put it on our skin, it's a great antioxidant for the skin also. So that's what I have in nighttime. And since you call, Gloria, uh, first of all, I'm going to send you some of my soft time. Soft time is my moisturizer. And uh, so stay on the line and uh, give Noah your address afterwards. We'll send you some of the soft time. And for, for the radio audience, you heard a commercial for nighttime, buy two, get one free. If you use the term radio in that uh, little checkout box or tell the operator radio, uh, for, for this show only, you can also, you can if you don't want three of the night times, you can get two night times and a soft time free, but you have to use the word soft time in that box. So, uh, by the way, the, there's an 800 number. Those of you who don't like to go onto the website, which, by the way, is drperrys.com, that's drperrys.com, if you don't like that, you can call 855, that's a free number, it's those new 800 numbers, 855 940 1800 that's 855-940-1800 all right gloria thanks so much and uh, and i do appreciate that wonderful testimonial this is dr arthur perry and this is what's your wrinkle noah do you have the flap of the week music are you have that ready we well used to do that let's every see week. Have here that? yes yes oh look at that i just happen to have it lying around i wonder if this is oh that takes me back yes here we go all right. Well, we used to do the flap of the week every week, and then I got that gig every night, and uh, so I stopped doing the flap. But let's bring that flap uh, back. So so now, how many of you have had egg on your face? You know the term, egg on your face. Well, well, I think I had some week, tonight. Yeah. Well, this week, Noah, on the Internet, all over Facebook, people are talking about using egg on burns you know this story has gone around and around and and people have said if if you put egg white on your face put egg white on your face after you get a a burn let's say a scald burn or a flash burn from a pilot light on a you know in your barbecue you know you light that thing and it flashes up in your face how many people have had singed eyebrows from that if you put egg white on it you'll have absolute healing and no scar that's what's going around the internet so so I looked into this because, uh, you know, I actually ran the burn unit at New York Hospital for a year, and I should be up on these burn therapies, right? Well, I'll tell you something. Uh, if you look at it, there's first of all, I'll get right to the point, there's not a single scientific paper, not one, not one that says putting egg on your face can help heal any sort of a wound at all. So uh, that's egg white that they were talking about. I went deeper into the literature, and I looked, well, what about what about egg yolks? Maybe they were confused. Egg yolk, egg white. Well, the the yolks on them. Uh, oh, you don't suppose yolk, they meant right? an egg cream, did they? 
Yeah, maybe that. That might be better because at least it tastes good. So, so there was a study about two years ago out of Iran, believe it or not, uh, and they took egg yolk extract. So not the egg white that was going around on the Internet. Egg yolk extract. What's in an egg yolk? Well, there's all sorts of stuff. There's uh, fats, triglycerides. There's cholesterol. There's actually vitamin D and vitamin A in egg yolks. That's why it's a, it's a pretty good food, believe it or not. Uh, um, and uh, an egg yolk has a lot of different oils, and there's saturated fats and unsaturated fats. But if you make an extract, an oil extract of that, they did this, and they put it on the backs of injured, burn-injured rats, these poor little rats, and they took a bunch of rats, uh, and they put some of that stuff, the egg yolk extract, on their back. Uh, They took sylvidine, which is a standard burn therapy, on the backs of other rats, and then they had ones that were burned and didn't have any treatment. And they looked, and lo and behold, after a a few weeks, they measured the size of the wounds. And the ones that did get the egg yolk extract healed a little faster. Now, I want to uh, warn you that this was a small study. This was egg yolk, not egg white. And it wasn't even egg yolk like you get. It was purified, very purified, to get the, uh, the, the oil out of the egg yolk. So you don't have just that little chicken that you're smearing on, uh, on your wound. So that's maybe, maybe where they got this idea from. But let's back up a bit. And, well, what if we did put egg yolk, or rather egg white, on our wounds? Could that possibly, it's a folk therapy, I guess. It's on the, uh, on the Internet. Could it be good? Well, if you look at what's in eggs, inside an egg, it should be sterile. But the outside of an egg, the egg shell, is notorious for harboring bacteria. And in fact, about 5% of eggshells have salmonella, and about 3, 2 to 3% have a, another bacteria called listeria, which is why you're supposed to wash your hands after you handle eggs, just like you are when you handle raw chicken. So now let's say you take that egg, crack it open, and, uh, and take the egg white and put it on your wound. Well, what do you do in uh, 3, 4, 5, 8% of people? You're going to inoculate those wounds with the bacteria not so good. And yes, there are wound infections with listeria and salmonella. So Noah, the bottom line, don't put egg white on your face. And I know he's already cracking an egg over there. Don't do it, Noah. So that's a, uh, a debunked uh, Facebook thing that uh, many of you have gotten this week. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle? The phone number 212-528-0129. 212-528-0129. I t- promised I would speak about brow lifting. Brow lifting is a procedure that I've been doing. I hate to tell you, I've been doing brow lift since 1985. I think I'm still just this uh, this uh, young kid here, Noah, right? But 1985, I started doing brow lifts. And back in the old days, in order to raise the position of the eyebrows, we had to make an incision from ear to ear. And it was quite a dramatic incision. Those of you who are squeamish might not want to hear about this, but we actually uh, kind of peeled back the forehead and uh, trimmed the muscles of the forehead and then removed the little skin and sewed everything back, and your brows were at a little higher level. The other way we did it back in the 1980s is sometimes we made an incision just above the eyebrows, and we removed a crescent of skin. And then uh, and then we sewed that together, and the eyebrows were lifted. Now, somewhere around the, the mid-1990s, we changed, and we started doing these endoscopic procedures. Endoscopes are, are tubes with cameras on the end of them, and it, it allowed us 
to make a series of very small incisions up in the scalp, not have to make that big, long incision. It was a much more complex operation, but it did work. So that was the endoscopic brow lift of the 1990s, faded out by the uh, mid-2000s, and now the procedures that we're doing are even less invasive. So brow lifts today, almost exclusively, I do brow lifts through the upper eyelid incision. When I do an eyelid lift, that's called a blepharoplasty, I uh, extend that incision over the bone and uh, and actually place stitches between the brow and the tissue just on the bone. It's called a brow pexy, and I like that procedure a lot. One of the things that, uh, one of my pet peeves, by the way, with brow lifting is that so many brows are lifted too high. So what is a normal position of a brow? Well, no one knows this because I've taught him over the years. For a woman... The brow should be at the bony rim. So when you look in the mirror, and hopefully you're doing this not driving, when you look in the mirror, you feel where your brow position is, not lifting up your brow. If it's at that bony rim, that's okay. If it's just above the bony rim, that's even better for a woman. For a man, it really should not be above the bony rim. If it's below the bony rim, well, then that's a little bit low, and it crowds your upper lid and it makes it seem like you've got more skin on your upper eyelid, so that's less youthful. So when, uh, when we do a brow lift, we should elevate, we should lift the brow to the position at just at or just above the bony rim. When you see some of these, a lot of these actresses and people walking around the city with brows halfway up their forehead, and we know some politicians that have that appearance. It's a surprise look. It's an overdone brow lift. And, and I've actually had people request that, which I don't quite understand, because it doesn't look natural. It doesn't look normal. I want you to look natural and normal and give you the position of a brow that occurs in nature, not, that one, not a position that could never occur in nature or only in rare instances. So the brow pexy is particularly good because it is hard to raise it too high with a brow pexy. And it's a procedure that I do enjoy and I do a lot of. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. We're going to take a short break. And when we return, we've got Dr. Saluj from the Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital. And he's going to be talking about something really fascinating. He's going to be talking about how he can fix atrial fibrillation. That's an irregular rhythm of the heart without having to open your chest. It's a really wild procedure that he does. We'll be back after these words. When retired New York City detective Hank Grande had a hard time swallowing, he thought it was just something he'd eaten. But his doctor saw something more serious and sent him immediately to Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital, the principal teaching hospital for UMDNJ Robert Wood Johnson Medical School. Using advanced imaging technology in the hospital's endovascular suite, a team of heart specialists diagnosed a life-threatening weakness, an aneurysm in an artery close to his heart. The treatment? A stent graft, carefully placed in his artery to repair the aneurysm, using just a small incision and a catheter. Two days later, Hank was back home, playing with his grandchildren and planting his garden. Hank never had the need to go first class, but when he learned he had a problem that threatened his life, he wanted the best not just for himself, but for those who depend on him. Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital is one of America's best hospitals, where every day what was once called a miracle is now simply called great medicine. For information, visit rwjheart.org. Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital, the heart of academic medicine. 
It's no secret we're in an economic slowdown, but that's no reason to give up on looking your best. Here's some recession refreshers, procedures that won't break your budget. In about an hour, I can dramatically improve those wrinkles and folds around the mouth with Restylane. And using the laser, I can zap the hair that you don't want on your chin, lip, underarms, or bikini area. And those distracting moles can be cosmetically removed and facial brown spots can be peeled. Let's sit down and figure out what works best for you and is within your budget. My offices are in central New Jersey and in Manhattan. Schedule a consultation by calling 732-422-9600. That's 732-422-9600. And check me out on the web at periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday at 7 p.m. right here on WOR. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. And we're back. This evening, my guest is Dr. Deepak Saluja. He is a cardiologist at the Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital and the Robert Wood Johnson Medical School. And by the way, it's now Rutgers Robert Wood Johnson uh, University uh, uh, Medical School. I don't think they changed the name of the hospital, but the medical school just had a name change. Uh, it's part of Rutgers now. Uh, Dr. Saluja, thanks so much for taking your time on this Saturday evening. How are you this evening? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Well, well, thanks so much. Now, Dr. Saluja was uh, at Columbia for a long, long time. I read your bio. You uh, went to medical school there. You did your residency, did cardiology, did lots of fellowships and things. And, and he brings a, uh, a fascinating new procedure to help uh, cure the problem of atrial fibrillation. Uh, he brings it to Robert Wood Johnson. So what exactly is atrial fibrillation? Tell our audience. Well, atrial fibrillation is an arrhythmia that's quite common in people as they get older, essentially the um, top part of the heart, the atria, um, instead of beating in an organized fashion like uh, like normally happens, they quiver, and that causes people to have a rapid pulse that's irregular and increases your risk of having a stroke. All right, so now if you have atrial fibrillation, traditionally people are on blood thinners, but you've got a procedure that can fix it. Tell us about this. Well, um, as you were saying, that's exactly right. Traditionally, um, what people uh, have have had to take are blood thinners, uh, to reduce the risk of stroke for atrial fibrillation. Recently, um, a procedure has been uh, invented that we're doing at the hospital uh, that reduces the risk of stroke uh, without taking blood thinners. Currently, it's offered to people who uh, can't take blood thinners uh, for different reasons. The most common reason is that uh, you take a blood thinner and you have bleeding from the GI tract or what have you. So you're ineligible to take a blood thinner, but yet you have this thing that increases your risk of having a stroke. So what is there to do? Up until recently, there we didn't have anything to offer these people, but now what we can do is we can essentially close off the area of the heart um, that blood clots collect in that cause the stroke um, through uh, little um, incision points in the, in the chest. Previously, that was uh, done with open-heart surgery, but now we can do it in a sort of non-invasive way. So, so it's not burning the, the heart, so to speak, uh, like the older procedures that ablated or destroyed the tracks. This is something completely different now uh, that you're doing, correct? Yeah, there, well, there's, there are, there's two, two procedures that people with atrial fibrillation often have. One, you're, I think you're referring to an ablation procedure. That's something that, we've, um, that we do many times a week at the hospital um, to uh, cure or um, to substantially reduce the uh, number of atrial fibrillation episodes that people have. But even if you have an ablation, excuse me, you're still at risk for having 
a stroke partially because ablations aren't 100% effective. So in, in addition to offering ablations, we offer this procedure that will um, reduce your risk of stroke even if you have even if you have atrial fibrillation. So many people are eligible for both procedures. So just uh, out of curiosity, how long does it take you to do this type of procedure? How long is the patient? It's not under general anesthesia, right? It's just a little sedation? It's under general anesthesia. Yes, it is. It's oh, under it is. general anesthesia. Okay. Yep, it's under general anesthesia. And um, the time that it takes to do the procedure uh, is quite variable um, in um, the best of circumstances. It can take as little as uh, you know, 90 minutes, um, but sometimes it takes as, as many as four hours. Interesting, interesting. My guest this evening is Dr. Deepak Saluja. He is a uh, assistant professor of cardiology at Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital and the medical school there. Now, Robert Wood Johnson has an 800 number. If you have this issue, if you've got atrial fibrillation, if you are interested in consultation with Dr. Saluja or one of the other cardiologists or doctors at Robert Wood Johnson, you can give a call to 888-MDRWJUH. So that's one 888 RWJ, MD, RWJUH. Got to put that MD in there. So 888-MD-RWJUH. If you want to go on the internet, you can search about this program and about all the other programs at Robert Wood Johnson. It's www.rwjuh.edu. That's www.rwjuh.edu. All right, Dr. Saluja, thanks so much for taking your time. This is a fascinating procedure, and I love it when these new procedures come first to Robert Wood Johnson, which is one of the premier hospitals in the country. And, uh, and with procedures like this, just keeps on getting better and better. Thanks so much for taking your time, doctor. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle? The story is tonight atrial fibrillation that is being cured by these unique procedures like Dr. Saluja does at the Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital. Each week we're going to be talking about new procedures like that at Robert Wood and new cosmetic surgery procedures like uh, we talk about for the last eight years right here on What's Your Wrinkle? Noah, thanks so much for great engineering. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. We'll see everybody next week. Don't forget. The preceding program was sponsored by the Perry Management Corporation, who is solely responsible for its content. The Mark Simone Show, weekdays 10 to noon, 710 WOR. The following.